for club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it all right and we're live uh welcome everybody this is a swap cast this is a special edition uh so this is the reality czars and the red pill cartel uh, dude, I'm super stoked to have you on. I'm super stoked to be chatting with you. Davey, why don't you introduce yourself to my audience and then I can introduce myself to your audience, I guess. And Sure thing, man. Uh, I'm Davey Wavy. Uh, not my real name, but my stage name. Uh, I am the host of the Red Pill Cartel podcast. I have, uh, so basically my show is about, uh, you know, come in, join in on the crazy and, uh, you know, stand up on your podium and get your voice out there. And then I promote you too. Right. So that's what it's all about. We're all truthers. We're all seeking truth. And I don't judge anybody for what they believe in. People might judge me, but that's okay too. <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you? Uh, I don't know. Did I miss that part? <laughs> well, they can find me at, uh, at red pill cartel podcast on Instagram and, uh, my show is on pretty much every platform except YouTube. It's only it's audio only, so gotcha. That's that's how I like my podcasts. I don't watch them. I love listening to them and going about my daily life and doing what I got to do while I'm listening. Right? Dude, I never watch videos. I never fucking do. I started video because I had enough uh, listeners that kept bugging me to start a YouTube, and then within three hours we got our first strike. And oh, yeah, said, that's why that's another reason why <laughs> I don't even do it, right? Well, so. that's why I wasn't gonna. So, right now, uh, we have two strikes going and we're live on YouTube right now. So, if we go hard enough, we could kill the channel tonight. Cool, <laughs> and it sounds good to me because I started an Odyssey, which I've never had any problems with, and uh, it started a Rockfin. So, and I don't assume I'll have any problems there. So, uh, YouTube. YouTube, you can fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> uh, so uh, my name's Nate. Uh, my show is called The Reality Czars. Uh, we have fun, dude. We discuss everything, dude. We discuss like things like uh, libertarianism. We discuss things like anarchism. We discuss things like uh, cryptids. We discuss things about like aliens. We discuss things like Pizzagate and like corruption in the government and like... Dude, we like anything. Dude, I love all fucking... the all the good shit that no normal person would be like. I don't want to look into politics or anything. I'm scared. Oh yeah, no, we get scary. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it does. Bartaria and hidden history, and we love to, like all the all the fun stuff, man. Yeah, for sure, dude. Like you gotta keep your mind open, right? So, and that's what a lot of people are not doing. They're not realizing. Um, that they have potential to speak their, their, their thoughts or do it in other ways, like uh, make a band and get truth out that way too. Right. I have a, a friend or some friends who have a band and their latest single called looking glass, which is about project looking glass. If you're familiar with that. Mm -hmm. And so the lyrics are like, um, you know, they, they ran the program to see through the quantum and the people always unite, right? So their message is very positive. We are, we are, uh, we are a fractal of God, right? We're all a fractal of God. We have God in us, right? 
Yes, yeah, so I was listening that to that you talk about that actually earlier. That's that's a fascinating concept. I, myself, I'm a Christian, uh, but I don't ascribe to like I mean because the way you were describing Christianity, uh, I often refer to as like churchianity. Oh, right? of course, yeah. Right. So I mean, I I more refer to myself as like a Christ follower. That's what I typically yeah. go by. Same uh, here. And uh, yeah, man, I definitely understand the concept, at least, of that we all have a, a piece of the God inside of us. I mean, to me, that's the Holy Spirit. That yeah, is absolutely, it, yeah, it's Him living inside of me. Yeah, and He's and and He leads us into all truth, whether we decide to seek it out or not. Right. Well, dude, that's the fascinating part. Is like, uh, yeah, I mean, He literally will talk to you, and He'll send. He'll send. He can talk because He's in everyone. He can talk through other people to like remind you and to like speak to you. And it, you just have to be willing to listen. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. It's a fascinating thing, man. I, I, I just I, close to me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The more, the more that I come to this realization, the more that I see more synchronicities in my life too. Right. Absolutely. It's yeah, like, holy absolutely. shit, dude. Like Wait, we're not on a fucking ball, like flying through space. We're not like monkeys in a random fucking, like, this is all planned. This is made by a creator. This was all just beautifully designed. Like this is, everything has a purpose. It's, it's fascinating. Even the shitty things have a purpose. Yeah. Even the terrible stuff, man. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's wild. Absolutely. wild. So you want to ask me about star seeds? Yeah, I'm really curious about that, man. Um, so I've, I've heard of them, um, and I'll give you the spiel of the concept that I know about, or I think I know about. <laughs> you can correct me where I'm wrong. Uh, so a star seed is because my friend has a has like a concept where uh, or has a theory that he that he's talked to talked to me about, and maybe you should talk to him. He's a really awesome guy. His name is Arya Sulin. Uh, really smart guy. His his. Uh, oh, I've heard of him. Yeah. Yes. Awesome dude. Paradigm threat. That's what he. Uh, that's his. That's his website. That's a cool uh, name. <laughs> yeah, he's cool as shit, man. He's awesome. He's one of the best follows on Instagram, dude. Like, also Red Pill Cartel is awesome. Follow Red Pill Cartel on Instagram. Uh, but uh, anyways, his. his what he kind of talks about star seeds in a way where he talks about how like space travel is impossible, like unless we kind of lose our meat suit and then we are able to travel through the stars in different places. And like, that is the only way that like space travel is possible is outside of our body. And it's, and it's almost like a Gnostic idea too, right. Where it's like, this is, this can be a prison planet. Like if you allow yourself, you can be, you can get trapped here or stuck here, but if you know how you can travel, you can leave, you can go different places. And uh, I think it's all a fascinating concept. So as far as I know, star seeds are folks that aren't, maybe their spirit isn't native to earth. Right. Yes, but they yes. found their way here. Yeah. Okay. And if you like, most star seeds, I, I guess all of them, uh, they all have one thing in common that they've always felt like they were the black sheep throughout their entire life. And that's exactly what I like I, that resonated with me on a high level because <clears throat> I always told people when everybody's going left, I'm going right. And when they're going right, I'm going left. Right. Like I, I could never get into the same things that people were always into 
And later on, I found out that I was very non-materialistic. I, I like, I don't, I don't really need anything really, you know, I'm a very minimal minimalist type of guy. Um, when I broke up with my ex-girlfriend, I put my stuff in storage and I had a lot of, uh, you know, um, uh, sentimental value things and it got broken into and everything was stolen. Like my CD collection, my comic books, my old retro games and stuff. And then at first it hurt, but then I was like, you know what? This is probably the creator saying, you don't need this shit anymore. You know? Cutting ties. Cut the cord on the materialistic lifestyle. Not that I was ever super materialistic anyway, but. uh, And it also gives you a fresh start because all of those things hold memories and all of those things like hold you where you were. Yep. And maybe don't take you to where you're going. Yeah, that's all fascinating. And it sucks at the same time, man. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes things hurt, but it's but good comes out of it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, man, that's fascinating. I I sometimes wonder, like, after I've heard people describe it enough, I'm like, that's fucking interesting. I've always been the black sheep of my family. I've always, like, I've always called myself, or I've always been called the contrarian. Like no matter right. what, dude. Yeah, always, always, and I'm the constant pain in everyone's ass, uh, you know. And th- I don't know, man. That's that's a fascinating idea. I mean, what if the only people that aren't NPCs here are all star seeds? Are like, star seeds? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I heard a conversation the other day where it was like, you can't wake up an NPC, and I'm like, yes, you can. That's what we're here to do. We're here to turn the light switch on. Maybe they're computer programs. Yeah, it could be. (laughs) Maybe we all are. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, but or maybe we're also trying to wake up the other star seeds that don't know it yet. That's true too. Yeah, because my awakening process took quite a while. I mean, like there was seeds planted in my life uh, that I didn't realize were seeds until I came to the awareness that they were, you know? So I started watering them and by watering it, I mean like I, I focus my thoughts on it and I say, Holy shit, that happened for a fucking reason, you know? I mean, and then you start realizing that everything that happens in your life is for a reason. hundred percent, man. Yeah. What if this planet is Babylon, dude? Like what if like we're trying to break free and this like governmental control, this new world order, this is something that is old and ancient and of this world. And there are NPCs that are also of this world. And this world is also full of star seeds. And we're the ones that are going to break free and maybe break Babylon. I don't know. That's a fascinating. Do you you see though, like (laughs) since I put that concept into your mind, it starts to make sense so much, right? Well, it re- reminds me more and more of the Matrix. It's like the ones that were actually in the battery cells, right? You know, those yeah. were the ones that were capable of waking up. And then around them were billions of just programs walking by, just algorithms. Yeah, that's, yeah man. That's fascinating. Um, so my, my little hypothesis is that Jesus was the OG starseed. That's you interesting. Know? Yeah. There's probably more before him, though. You know what I mean? Because we only get uh, what happened from the beginning of the Bible, which was Genesis, till now, right? But before that were the Sumerians, and there was uh, Enki and Enlil, and you know what I mean? It was like before Adam and Eve, there was all these other things happening. And I even heard this guy talking about um, 
how the Garden of Eden was actually a laboratory, like a genetic laboratory. So I was like, holy shit, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much mind-blowing shit out there. But, like, the people that are so involved with religion and religiosity in general, they don't go there because they think the Bible is the word of God and that's it. And look, okay, well, what about the books that were taken out of it? They were taken out of there for a reason because it gives you more fucking knowledge, right? People say the serpent is evil, but I don't think so because you're supposed to gain knowledge. How? Why would you close yourself off to knowledge, right? Yeah, yeah. You, we, you add in, you add in. Uh, sorry, you add in Gnosticism to the mix, and it's like, so take the Gnosticism and make it increase your faith. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it, it, it's super fascinating, man. Yeah. I mean, that whole concept too is like, what if like, uh, whatever that was, it, let's say the Garden of Eden was like a laboratory. What was that fruit and what did it do to us? You know what I mean? Right. It, it was like a download. It was like into our, maybe into our DNA, you know, it changed yep. everything. I mean, it made us supposedly, if you, if you go by the Bible, it made us, uh, mortal. Right. So it changed us. And uh, it turned us essentially it essentially uh, it was probably like a computer code. Like we took a bite. Uh Oh, now an NPC. Well, it was like when uh, Neo was like, all right, I want to know karate. Beep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but taking the bite out of the apple was like um, it was probably the worst thing, you know? You think so? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because we weren't meant we were not meant to be uh I don't think we were meant to be uh in a meat bag. We were supposed to have this uh perfected spiritual body, right? And that's what that's what the fall is. The fall is falling away from that on an on a different dimension. So we descended from a, from another dimension. So it was like taking a bite so- out of that computer code and then oh shit, now humanity's fucked. So I wonder, <laughs> do you think that like the Garden of Eden wasn't even on Earth? Or maybe it was like in a plane, like maybe it was in a different dimension on Earth. It, it, it could like, have been. It could have been like, yeah. I, like like I'm no expert. This is just all my intu- intuition telling me all yeah. this shit, right? Yeah. I mean, same here. I'm I'm not an expert. <laughs> but uh, uh, but I, I mean, that would be interesting, you know, how we always talk about like well, I always talk about like interdimensional beings and how like whatever these are, angels and demons are like, they're here, but they're not here. You know, they're like, they're in another dimension and they're not necessarily like in a corporeal form like us. And I wonder if we were in like in a different like form. And when we, when we ate that apple, it sent us here and made us mortal. Right. You know, because right. like that, it maybe that's what made us a star seed because we were somewhere else. You know, we were like made by the creator somewhere else and then we were sent here. It, I mean, it might, it might not even be. We're the fallen. We're the fallen angels. <laughs> we're the demons ourselves. Like, right, right, right. That's a fascinating idea. But we, um, I don't necessarily, it might not necessarily be, uh, uh, intergalactic though. Like it might not be space. It might be. In another dimension, a different frequency 100%. level, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So, so they say like the the earth, there's a new Earth that's going to be created, and those who seek the truth and and love the Creator are going to go to that new Earth where everybody else is going to be left behind. If call that the Rapture, if you want, call it fifth dimensional ascension, um, call it whatever. But we're not going to be 
reincarnated into this level of frequency anymore because we already know the truth. We're seeking it out, right? That's how yeah. I think it's going. That's that's what my thoughts tell me. That's fascinating, man. Yeah, I think that there's definitely something to that. Uh, I've been working on this theory for a little bit, like um, about the AI and about these these what I don't even know what you want to call them. So, like, let's 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 imagine that the world is full of NPCs. The people that run this world are some sort of like. Maybe we could call them reptilians. I don't know. Maybe Ar maybe they are descendants of archons. Yeah, or maybe yeah. they're descendants of that of the snake. You know, maybe that is what the reptilians mean and are. Uh, they're just like a different type of being. Like a, I, I don't know. That's a fascinating idea. So let let's just pretend that they're let's call them reptiles for now or archons. And then uh, I've been I've been thinking about this for a while. So these these people that are in in charge are these elitists. Uh, we know that they have been in communion with uh, demonic forces or whatever you want to call it. Like if you want to call them demons, angels, something, some sort of interdimensional being. They've been like in communion with them, have been talking with them. Uh, and they have been receiving messages from these beings, right? And that's probably where a lot of technology has been coming from mm -hmm. and have, and all this crazy crap. Right. Um, and so I've been thinking about this concept for a while. Um, and this is probably something that I'm going to talk to Sam with uh, is I, I have this idea and this is good that I'm getting the kinks out because I'm so funny. <laughs> but uh, what, what I'm thinking is like, so our human brain, right. Is very similar to a computer. Right. And like it, hard drive. it works. It's like a hard drive. Right. Yeah. And so like these interdimensional beings, they can't necessarily come here unless they have a vessel. And so I think that they can like possess someone for a while, you know, if especially if you invite one in, you know, things like that. And they are trying to come here and take over this realm, too. That's what I think. And so what I think yeah. is that they have been pushing the elite into making like they're like this technology. They've been giving them uh, more and more to build whatever this is going to come as like this, uh, the, the, like the AI, right? The, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyways. <laughs> so they're going to, uh, so that they can actually come here and inhabit this realm. Like that's, that's, what that's the yeah. Is. Yeah, that's what basically uh, what I so when I had Ishmael on, he was I was I asked him the question like, do you think that uh, the archons or whatever so to speak the elites are terraforming quote unquote our planet so that they can inhabit here, mm -hmm. right? And Hell so yeah. when we ascend, they can take this fucking planet and make it as evil as they want, but we're gonna be up there with our creator. We're closer to our creator anyway. You know what's fucking fascinating, man, is all of these uh, predictive programming, right, where they, they tell us, they show us in movies what they're going to do. You know what I'm talking about? Of like, course. Uh, me and my wife uh, have been watching Stargate, uh, Stargate SG-1. I fucking love that show, man. It's great. And we're somewhere in the, like, I don't know, we're like in the third season. And there's this, there's a season where they visited this other planet, right? And this other planet uh, started giving us technology and through like through a vaccine, through a shot, they could extend our life, but it would make us infertile. And <laughs> so what I did, and I'm just like, dude, 
holy shit, right? And so what it was doing is it was it was letting all these people live to about 200 years, but it was making them completely sterile. And so the next generation was going to just, the population was going to like this, and then they would be able to come over here and take over. Now, if that wasn't a fucking perfect example of this. Holy fuck, dude. That's crazy. Like, honestly, dude, like, they tell us everything in entertainment. and People just eat it up like it's entertainment. But really, they're telling you truths, right? Did you see that latest video? I mean, it's the like, X-Files one? Yeah, the X-Files one. I was like, fuck it. Everybody's dude. been sending me that shit, dude. <laughs> it's so good. Everybody's it's- been sending me that shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, fuck. From 2016, that was, right? Yeah. And it told you everything. Like, oh, this, this thing's destroying our immune systems. And it's like, that's what I've been trying to tell people for the last two years, you know? I mean, to me, how can uh, I, who are the actors of Mulder and Scully? Like all of those guys, how the fuck aren't they the most woke motherfuckers in the world? They they played this shit out, and they're like, no, this is just makeup. This is just makeup. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure these a lot of these actors know the secrets. They have to, man. Yeah. Well, dude, I was just. Um, I was listening to a show actually, and they were talking about this. This was in Spain. I think this is the Spanish government. It was like over 200 fucking people and like the head of some pharmaceutical company. And like, I don't know, like in some other doctors and shit, they just, I don't know how they fucking found out, but they all just got arrested and they're going to get prosecuted for faking their vaccine slips. So the head of this pharmaceutical company, yeah, is not getting the fucking vaccine. What the fuck does that tell you? Yeah, I heard about that. Well, even Bill Gates, right? Like he said, uh, I think him and his family didn't get it, right? Did they really not? I don't think so. Did they say that? I mean, I I don't think any fucking politician or celebrity got got it. Yeah, but I I just didn't know if they were outwardly saying like no we didn't get it. <laughs> I, I heard I've heard a couple stories floating around where it was that said he that didn't he said get his that. kids vaccinated. Yeah, right. I, I I have heard that before that his kids aren't vaccinated. And Did you, you know what? I mean it's always the funny things, man. It's like inside of Monsanto, uh, they have a cafe for their employees. They only serve organic food in there. They don't serve their ge- genetically modified bullshit. Right, they know, they know that it's fucking cancer causing. And you know, you know, it's like look at me smoking a cigarette. Um, you know how uh, how um, you, you notice that like buying organic or like eating any kind of healthy food is like twice as expensive as regular food. It's to kill off the poor man. It's the fucking system, man. It's fucking bullshit. No, it's always, there's always a price to everything, dude. And it's always, there's a buy-in, man. So, like, I was just reading something, too, where uh, whatever this new uh, Green New Deal kind of bullshit that they were going to, that they're trying to implement for, like, private jets, it like or for for airplanes, right? It's not going to apply to private jets. Right. They can fucking fly. They can do whatever the fuck Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Commercial air flights are going to... Rules for thee, not for me. Because, like, if for one day... Like, I mean, that was another thing is, like, the NSA, you can pay the extra money so they don't have to touch your balls and fondle you and you take off your shoes and do the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, because rich people aren't going to play that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, the system would have to change if you had rich people going on first class and 
this old lady was getting her cunt filled. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so like I'm gonna check it for bombs. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this system would change overnight because, but us poor idiots have to get felt up by some douchebag with a TSA shirt on, and like, they're probably fucking enjoying it too. Oh, do they love it? You heard about that one lady, right? She was a TSA lady, and she was like checking people's phones. Or, anyways, she had it was some grotesque number that, and I'm not even exaggerating. She had like fifty thousand dick pics. On her, on a hard drive that she'd been like taking from people's phones, like she worked for the TSA, and she was just a dirty old lady, and she just loved cock, I guess. God <laughs> damn, dude, fuck! It was, it was like where can I find her? Oh, dude, yeah, that. Little... <laughs> you know, she... <laughs> that's she was... crazy, dude. She was a freak, <laughs> dude. It's it's crazy to me how like. We are so willingly uh, uh, able to subject ourselves to that shit, like as human beings, you know. Yeah, it's like, yeah. dude, and and I think COVID woke a lot of people up, definitely. Because um, I went to my mom's nursing home today, right, and they had to. This is the first fucking time in the whole COVID thing, because I, I I had to go in there for my mom's birthday, right. And they just gave me like that rapid test. So they swabbed like the inside of my nose. And I went up to the girl that did it. And I'm like, okay, let me see that box. She's like, why? I'm like, let me show you something. And I showed her the fucking chemical. And I said, that's one of the most carcinogenic fucking substances known to man. Did you know that? She's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, okay, well, go, go home and Google that shit. Yeah. Right. And like the, people are fucking clueless. They're just going along with the narrative, man. There's All people this. that are fucking getting tested weekly, twice a week. I mean, yep. that was going to be the plan, right, for us dummies. Or, I mean, we were the smart ones. They were the dummies. Like, if if Jay Bizzle's fucking shit went through, he was going to make us, like, get tested bi-weekly or something like that if we wanted to have a job anymore. Right. You know, if we didn't get their fucking warp speed experimental bullshit. Yeah. Dude, Canada got extra fucked. Like, uh, like... Was it Trump? I guess that was Trump that did that. Anyways, because he bought like 2 million doses or 200 million doses, some ridiculous amount of like AstraZeneca. And then uh, he was like, mm, and he was like looking at what happened to Europe and shit and the blood clots. And he was like, we'll just do Pfizer and Moderna. We'll just gift <laughs> these over to Canada. And we gave it to you guys. And the, what did you guys fucking do? You guys were equitable so you're like let's go find the first nations people you guys get to take this first hey guys isn't that fucked dude <laughs> and they were talking about uh giving the vaccine to the black population first too yeah, right in the states gotta be equitable dude yeah fucking unbelievable man <laughs> like dude, people black people weren't planned they were like yeah you can shove that equity up your ass yeah you hand me cash i'll take it you can shove that shit up your ass it's insane, dude. But honestly, like, the more people that I'm just open with, like, I'll just, like, break out and say something. Like, like if I'm in my elevator and they have a little TV screen that sh shows a news blurb. And just coming up today, tonight, before I got on here, uh, a couple black dudes and a white guy were in the elevator with me. And I said, I showed Matthew McConaughey and then the White House, right? And I'm like, why they got fucking actors fucking telling you about gun control? And the, and the guy, the one black guy is like shaking his head. I'm like, you know why? 
because they're all fucking actors. That's why. <laughs> and they mm -hmm. laughed. You know, yeah. people are becoming more aware. I think you know, there's more and more people waking up. So that's well, that's I mean, my my thing is like, don't be scared to fucking talk to people about it because you never know who you're gonna uh, connect with. You know. I like that, man. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I can't do it in my job, unfortunately, but I feel that, dude. I'm starting to be I'm starting to be more myself outwardly with everyone else and like my entire family thinks I'm crazy. So that's fine. Well, that means you're doing the right thing, right? Shout out to Mark. My family thinks Hell I'm crazy. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh that's a that's the perfect name for a podcast. It is for, dude, uh, it's podcast. Yeah. Uh yeah, man, it's fucking nuts, dude. I, I'm that's fucking cool, dude. That you just fucking throw that shit out there. And you were saying that you uh, you showed your show to everybody you worked with. You invited him onto the thing or onto your Pretty Instagram. Much, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just invited them in, cool. and it's like, and I got people who kind of, you know, they look at me. Some people kind of look at me a little funny now, but the ones who are are semi awake, they're like, they're always like, yeah, and they kind of gravitate toward me and say, dude, what do you think about this, right? Yeah, and then I tell them, and then you know they're like, yeah, 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 you know. So it's a good thing, man. It's like I, I really feel like I'm I'm living out my purpose right now. You know what I mean? That's cool, man. I I have like members of my family and and some friends that like come to me about this shit now when they have questions and stuff, and is they know that I have an opinion on it and or I have an answer, you know, whatever the answer is, but I have an answer, you know, and uh, I ha might have some advice for them and, or I might have some articles like, like one of my son's friends, his family was like riding him hard to get vaccinated. Like he's a 15 year old kid and his family was like, they were guilting him hard. Like literally you want grandma to die. Cause he lives with his grandma. You know, his grandma has like diabetes and she's old. And he's like, you're going to kill grandma if you don't get vaccinated. And then his whole family got fucking COVID, but not him. Well, they got, they, they, yeah, yeah. That's what happens. It happened yeah. to one of my best friends, too. It's like they made him like they're trying to get him to like, you know, like stay in the basement while his family was over. like, see, fuck off. Because he had a cold, right? But he wasn't vaccinated, but everybody else was like way sicker than he was. Yet they still wanted him to hang out in the basement while his family came over. It's like, yeah, it's it's like, just it's disgusting, man. It's a whole divisionary tactic. I wouldn't right? go. I, I mean, I, I lucked out. My family are normie as fuck. They think I'm absolutely nuts. They're all fucking vaccinated. Uh, not my immediate family, not like my wife, kids like that. I even convinced my mom not to get vaccinated. So she me like, that's it. But the rest of the family are all fucking triple fucking there could yeah. go boosted and the whole bullshit. That's my family too, except I have one exception, which is my <clears throat> eldest brother. There's five of us, right? Fucking reverse camera thing. Um, there's five <laughs> of us and my oldest brother who's 60, he is the only one in my family who is like me or like you. He's awake, right? Yeah, dude. I honestly think that there is a genetic component to it. A lot could of be. times, could be, like, could be blood type. It could be blood type. I mean, I I've talked about this on on the show before too. Um, I have like an eldest brother that uh, my mom. So he, we're full siblings, but we have like 
what is it, like 23 years apart, like 23 years difference between us. And my mom get, was like forced to give him up for adoption when she was a teenager. And uh, so like, I didn't know him. I didn't even meet him. We didn't find him until I was like a teenager. Okay. So we found him and like, Right now, my fucking brother is a is like a fucking libertarian anarchist too. His son isn't fucking vaccinated. Like we're like we're fucking. It's and it's just wild. And like he, me and him have always been very fucking similar, and we didn't know each other. So it, it's just a funny thing, man. And I I don't know if there is a genetic component or not, but I, I think there very well could be because I mean, like if you go back to again in the Bible at the beginning of the Bible, there's there's there was like a divide right off the get go, with Cain and Abel and all that shit, right? And like all these bloodlines, right? So we could be like descendants of our ancestors who were descendants of their ancestors, blah yeah. blah 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 blah. The bloodline, the genealogy, we could be the people who are chosen, so to speak. You know what I mean? And the, I, I I say that with humility. You know what I mean? It's like. I'm not, I'm not a God, you know what I mean? But I do have the creator within me and I have that realization. And mm -hmm. I don't know if um, other people see that, but I don't know. It's just really, it's a really strange thing. Well, I think that's one of those things that gets stolen from us, right? I mean, that's yeah. something that they don't want us to know or acknowledge. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I'm walking around, I have Jesus in my heart. And I didn't know for the longest time, like I went through, I mean, I was raised Christian and then I went hard atheist, hard leftist. I was a fucking like Bernie bro, like slash like revolutionary communist. I wanted to like tear down capitalism. Like I, I would have been Antifa if I would have known about it. <laughs> like I didn't, yeah. I didn't know Antifa existed. Um, I would have been a douchebag like that hundred percent. Um, and then I started doing mushrooms like crazy. Like I had a homie that was fucking growing shrooms in his closet. So we had like an unlimited supply. They grow like so quick, man. The Holy next day. Shit, really? Another... Eh? Yeah. It's like Holy overnight. Shit. They're fucking this big. So like we just started like one summer, I was just pounding fucking mushrooms every fucking night. Uh, and breaking through, breaking through. It definitely something broke through, man. Cause like how we'd start our night. Uh, I would like take an eighth, uh, eighth of shrooms. We would down two, four locos. If you know what those are. And then uh, energy drink beers. They're like those crazy okay. beers. That, like, they're gross, dude. They're awful. It's malt liquor. <laughs> with, it's malt liquor with fucking Red Bull in it, but like, oh. but like berry flavored. They're disgusting. So this sounds like heartburn in a can. Oh, dude, it was awful. We, yeah, it was, it was hardcore, dude. And then we jump on the, like the little Metro train and it would just take us into the city. Uh, I live outside of Portland. Uh, so we would go into Portland. And uh, that's why I would have been an Antifa for sure. Because I was in Commieville. <laughs> right but uh, and so then we would go down to this, like we'd go bar hopping, we'd go fuck around. And then we'd end up at this little like Doctor Who themed bar called the TARDIS Room. And we'd end up doing like karaoke. And uh, that was like our fucking our like Monday night. That was like our karaoke night was Monday. And then we'd walk out and like the, the train closes at two and doesn't open back up till 5.00 AM. So we have like three hours to like fuck around and wait for the train for the morning. So we could go home. 
And we would just like, I'd start interacting with like homeless people and start talking to them. And I just found this like compassion and like empathy in me that I didn't know was there. Cause I, I used to be just like a fucking hothead, kind of a dickhead. Like you looking at me, (laughs) you know, know? and then I was like, Oh, these are other humans. These are fucking these, like I could feel, you know, something in them too. I might, I was probably recognizing God in them as well. You know, something like that. Yeah. That's the namaste. Namaste. And, uh, man, it was just, it was really fucking cool. Uh, and so like, like as an atheist, as a fucking teenage, well, I guess I was in my early twenties at that point, but like, I would, I'd be like, Hey, can I pray for you? You know? And like, then we would just sit there and we have like a prayer session and then we'd go get coffee and then we'd go hang out. And like, I would, it was just absolutely amazing, man. It, Beautiful. Like, yeah. It, we've got a comment on here. We'll throw that out there. Four locos, beer and beer and battery acid. <laughs> Folks who drink those. Yeah. For yeah, sure. dude, it's 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 amazing when you there's this old older Indian like East Indian guy that that I work with, and uh, dude, he's so awesome because every time he sees me, he goes, "I love you, God." Right? And he gives me the prayer hands. Right? I said, "Namaste." Right? And it's just like I recognize the divine within you, and you rec- he recognizes the divine within me. Right? And it's such a beautiful thing. Like you can't do that with everybody, you know. Yeah, I know. That is really fucking cool, man. I mean, so many people, I mean, that is probably, we could talk about the different ways that they keep us asleep, like through education, through disinformation, through indoctrination, but also it, through like chemically too. Like this like whole, we, this whole system is run by the antichrist. Yeah, People are awaiting this antichrist figure, but he's already been ruling us for, for fucking how long? Well, I mean, dude, have you ever talked to uh, a homie named uh, Manuel Kingman? Yes, I love that he, guy. He's fucking awesome, man. And, and he and I haven't really discussed this too much with him, but like the Christ Millennial Reign, I thought amazing, that amazing, fascinating, theories, man. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, we are now living in the Antichrist time, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what where we're at, and you can see it getting worse, dude. And so, I mean, where I was going with that is like through, like even through chemicals, they keep us like asleep and they keep us distracted. They keep us distracted by like Amber Heard shit the bed. Yeah, I don't fucking care. I, I know care it's, what, it's fucking hilarious to me. Like it's just it's bullshit. It's so <laughs> funny to me how people are so like, like I can hear people talking about it from afar. Like Amber Heard, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, how about you start talking about the truth? You know? Yeah. Fuck all that bullshit. Like, we got to rise above and defeat the Antichrist. That's what we're doing right now. Like, fucking A, man. Stop taking fucking pictures of yourself and, like, you know, fucking, uh, what's, what's it called? Uh, twerking for the camera. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I like to see that shit, but, you know, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, okay? <laughs> but you got to stop doing that shit and start speaking the truth. Use your voice, right? Whether it be I'm- through music or what. How many of those Instagram models that are twerking aren't even real? Yeah, I don't that's even another think thing. Yeah. so much of those are like legit like computer programs. So many of those photos, like and or if it was from a real person, they've done so much brush ups and all this like weird shit to it. It's not yeah. a real person anymore. Dude, that's like that's the for thing. For all it's... intents and purposes, it's not a real person anymore. 
I've been single for the past three years. Well, with the exception of one girl who I was with for like five months, it didn't work out because uh, I found myself talking to her like I'm talking to you right now, and she's just like, "Huh," <laughs> and I'm like, "You know what? This ain't gonna work out." So she was mad because I left, and then, uh, but anyway, like I see all these like superficial people that are just like trying to. Um, get other people on board with them just by taking selfies or twerking or, you know, spreading their fucking legs and doing OnlyFans and shit. It's like, dude, we should be, like, speaking truth without fear. This is what we have to do. Because in the Bible, it says that the truth cuts like a sword. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's all it does, man. It's like, it fucking hurts people. The, to the truth point where they will gotta, set you free. A hundred percent, dude. And like that's it takes great courage and fearlessness to speak truth. And it's absolutely liberating and cathartic, you know? Hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. It's yeah. When it comes to uh, Dude, I this, this is church. This is church. What we're doing right now. This is the true church. Dude, it, it really is, man. I mean, there's been a few times where I like we were trying to get ready to go to church. We go to church on Saturday because our church thinks that's the real Sabbath. So we're like trying like, dude, we're tired because we're up all night Friday night and we've got like a little baby. He's like, fuck, man, is he eight months old? He's eight months old now. And, <laughs> like he's keeping us up, you know, and like we're trying to get ready for church. We're, we're like, fuck, I don't even know where my clothes are. Like we're trying to dress nice or whatever, try to get to church. And like, then, which like, is all materialistic. It's bullshit. all materialistic, dude. Yeah. My yeah. wife is really like, she would get embarrassed if we were late. You know what I mean? Like, cause we get a walk in there late, you know? And, and she's like worried people will judge her. They probably will. I don't know. But, uh, anyways, like, there's been a few times now. That, whole like, congr- whole God congregation turns around and goes, <laughs> nah, they're sweet. We go to a Russian church. They're all fucking super sweet, nice folks. We got lucky, man. We actually have a really awesome church. But uh, There's good we, people and bad people within any, any group or secret society. 100%, man. I mean, these folks are the sweetest fucking people. How I found this church, actually, was actually uh, through a friend. Uh, he's a Russian guy. He told us about this church. He said, hey, I think you're going to really like this place. He goes, "You." he was talking to me and my wife. He says, you guys are very spiritually powerful, and this is a very spiritual, like spiritually powerful church. I think that you would really like this place. And like this was like deep in the middle of lockdown, dude. And I don't know where you're at, but like, I'm sure Canada's crazy too, but we're in Oregon and it's like extra fucking crazy. They took this shit super serious. And like, we're on the border, we're on the border with Washington. And at the time, if you went into Washington and came back, you were supposed to quarantine for two weeks. Like they were that ridiculous. And you just step across the line and we weren't going to do that. Fuck you. So the church was, the church was in Washington. And so like, we just, we went and we were just like, fuck, I don't even know what, you know, we didn't know what to expect. Not a single person was wearing a mask. Everybody was shaking hands. Everybody was hugging. Everybody that's, was just like, that's dude, beautiful. Like, cause every other like normal white church or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like out here, all the fucking like Protestant churches out here, like they all had like islands of chairs, like 
your little chairs are over here and your little chairs are over here. And they also had like an app you were supposed to like RSVP. All right, I'll be there tomorrow. And so then, you know, so then they would have your little island chairs right here ready for you. And it was just like this complicated crap. You had to Complete wear a mask. Segregation, right? Like, it was fucking ridiculous. Like there's not they enough division on hand sanitizer when you walk uh, in the door, which is they another carcinogen. Open. Yeah, they had to keep the door open for airflow, even though it was fucking freezing. You know, it was just like fuck this shit. We just gave up. We're like, we're gonna do church at home. And then our friend invited us to this place, and like they were the most warm, the most kind people. Like everyone was just hugging. Like everyone was stacked like anchovies next to each other. Like we we're like. This is a pretty good place. We're gonna keep going here. That's you know? cool. But uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. But like, we just <laughs> okay. So like, if we were if we were gonna be late to church, like it, again, it freaks my wife out. So like, there's been a few times where we're just like, like on our way to church. There's like a riverbank out here, like on an island out here that's just fucking beautiful. And I'm like, we're going to church on the island today. And I'll just fucking pull over. We're going over here. We just sit on the river bar. And just hang out and play with the baby, and we just have like a picnic on the fucking beach out there, and that's our church for that day. Church doesn't like you were saying. We're having church right now. Church doesn't have to be in any specific building. You don't have to have a pastor. You don't have to have like you know all this yeah. crap. You know, it's Absolutely. it's about connecting with the Creator, and I can't think of a better way to connect with the Creator than when I'm looking at the most beautiful. You know, scenery like I, I grew up in the redwoods, man, in the forest. Like that's I would love to I see the redwoods, man. God. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see the redwoods. My niece went down there. Uh, uh, I think it was last year, man, and she took photos. And I'm like, dude, dude, they're tall, oh, amazing. They're majestic, dog. Like some of those, like Sempervirens, that's what they call them. Like the the giant redwood or the sequoia giants, like those huge fuckers, dude. It takes like 30 men like this with their arm stretch to get around them. Amazing. It's fucking wild. I could be a little off on that. I don't know if they're quite that big. Well, it's still been ridiculous like that. Could be 30, could be 10. Yeah. What do yeah. you get to get the idea, right? <laughs> they're fucking, they're like ancient, fucking beautiful trees, dude, that you cannot see the top. And it, they're just absolutely beautiful, dude. Yeah. I miss that a lot. I mean, Oregon has some pretty beautiful forests out here, but we don't have the redwood giants. Oh, another yeah. thing I'm jealous of my niece about is that she went down to Oregon in uh, Astoria. Yeah. And saw yeah, that's the, really the, close to us, actually. Yeah, she saw the Goonies rock. Yeah. You know? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Dude, the Goonies house is out here, too. Like, yeah. Uh, I think that's like 45 minutes west from me. Yeah, we're fairly close to the coast. Yeah, we can go to Astoria anytime we want. <laughs> I saw the Goonies the first time uh, crossing from Nova Scotia to Newfoundland. Because my dad is from Newfoundland, so I've been there like six, seven times, right? But the first time I went there, uh, we were on the ferry, and they had like a little theater room with like a, like a big screen TV. This is probably back in like 1986, 87. And uh, that, that, they showed The Goonies, and I just fell in love with that movie then. And it just, it's just been such a part of my life, big part of my life, because it, it, it shows the innocence of kids and how they – you know, they want to, they find a treasure map and they go through this huge adventure, right? And even like when I was in like, probably like grade six, I made my own treasure map 
and I burned the corners, like the edges of it, and made it look authentic, and kind of burned the middle of it, like a little bit, you know. It's great, man. Like our imagine—that's the problem with society today—is that our imagination is like it's, it's dead. Dude, and I, I mean, to me, that is like another big aspect of that, and that could be from these interdimensional beings, is them trying to steal like our luge or whatever the fuck it is, right? Like through technology. They, yeah. like, we're, we're now like babies are handed fucking like tablets. Dude, I <laughs> see all the time. I see uh, parents pushing their kid in the cart and they're sitting in the big part of the cart sitting on their tablet or phone. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that. like uh, when I was a kid, I was being pushed through the cart, but like looking at everything going, look, I want, I mean, I want that. I want this. Right. You I know? mean, and you were sort of forced to, you didn't have like this weird, like AI black, reality that black you mirror into. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that is what it is. It like steals your attention. It steals your time. Like I see myself like on Instagram, I'll fucking, I'll be sitting there and I'll start zoning out on like some stupid, like I love cooking videos. So I'm sitting there watching some asshole, like make some like steak tartare or some bullshit. And then like, next thing I know, I've been like watching dumb videos for, I don't know, like 20 fucking minutes. Like yeah. the fuck. Yeah, a lot of people go through the same shit with porn, too. Yeah. You know, they can sit there and look at porn for, like, five hours, but they can't go and, like, make a meal for themselves. Dude, and those people, <laughs> they don't even jerk off. <laughs> I know, they're right? They're just sitting there, like, just watching it, getting, just, like, corrupting their just soul. getting railed in the ass <laughs> yeah. and shit. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what have I been next. doing for five hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, it, the worst of times, I've been sitting there, like, in there, like watching these videos, like with my dick in my hand, like, like, no, nah, this isn't doing it for me. Next one, no, nah, this isn't doing it for me. Next one, you know, like, fuck, what an ugly, awful place to be, man. You it know is. What I mean? It's just like that's why I say, uh, and I said it to Ishmael too. I said, do you think that like the realm that we're living in is like a form of hell? And he said, yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that like possibly, I mean, like we could have talked with Tony. Tony had like, a, I don't know if this is necessarily his theory, but he had like, he was talking about this a little bit where he told the story where, uh, so this man dies. Right. And, uh, I guess it was like an angel was taking him around. Right. And he said, he goes, yeah, behind that door is hell behind that door is heaven. Right. And so he's like, so anyways, he takes him over to hell. He goes like, go over here. And it's all these fucking people like sitting at a table and it has all this fantastic, beautiful fucking food, but for their arms and are like our forks or something like that. Right. And so they can't fucking feed themselves because the forks are too small. And so they just have gotten like furious and they're starving and they're stabbing each other and like bleeding and acting like psychos. Wow. And he goes, he's like, Holy shit. He goes, I want to get the hell out of here. It was like, what's heaven? Like, he goes, Oh, it's behind this door. And the only difference was like, they were sitting at this table and they had forks for arms, but they were feeding each other. Ah, you know, and it, it, it's just a fascinating, it's a fascinating story. Like Tony different, definitely didn't come up with that. I don't know what, like where that story originated, but it's like this, this realm is heaven and it's hell. Yeah. It's like the in-between and we have and to make the choice whether to go make. up or down. 
hundred percent, man. It's yeah. your, you, because the God is in you. You have to decide what you're going to do. You know, are you going to listen to God inside of you? Or are you going to listen to the flesh? You can make this place hell. Yep. You can make reality hell for but sure. But the kingdom of heaven is within us and it's a frequency. It's a vibration, right? So if you go about your daily life and you're just out to, out, out there to screw other people, and not screw in the sexual sense, but yeah, let's put the sexual sense in there too. Like, let's just pick up a chick, fuck her, lie to her and say that I'm not married when you are. That's hell. Yeah. That's that you're, you're self-serving, and it, and right? Affects because, and because of that decision that you made that you know was dark, you affect everyone else around you. You affect the you affect your wife, you affect yourself, you know, yep. you affect like... It's just ugly. And if your wife finds out, that's going to affect your kids. That's going to affect, like, everything around you. And it's just, yeah, it's just negativity and ugliness. People, people selfish. say, yeah, yeah, we are selfish uh, by nature uh, in this meat bag, right? This meat suit, we are selfish. But when we choose to do things that are great for the greater good, uh, and that's not saying do evil for the greater good, like fucking people that run this planet. But no, we do things for the creator and which is for other people, right? Yeah, because I mean, other that's people, something, yeah, that's an Emmanuel Kingman, what he was yeah. talking about. Yeah, 100%. Uh, other, other, people, other people have the creator within them too. So we got to recognize that. And then we do, we can do greater things for other people. And that's serving others. And that's what Christ is, right? Christ, when you're anointed with the oil of Christ, your third eye is open. You can see the divine in everybody and you can treat yeah. others like you want to be treated, which is the golden rule, which sums up all the 10 commandments. How many life. times did I walk by those homeless people and they'd ask me for change and I'd be like, I don't have anything and just keep walking. Dude, I try, try <laughs> to do it as much as I can. I'll, I'll, I'll get like, if I, if I like go to the coffee shop in the morning, uh, we have Tim Hortons up here. And uh, I'll get like, like a Starbucks. Well, <laughs> Starbucks, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a a little bit of a lower class Starbucks, uh, but it's still rampant up here. But anyway, um, I'll get like a breakfast sandwich, right? Say they'll fuck it up, right? So I'll be like, oh, whatever, and then I'll go to the drive-through again. I'm like, I ordered something else, and they're like, okay, so they gave me another one, and then I'll say, oh, do you want this one back? No, you keep it. Okay. So if I see a homeless guy on the side of the road, I'll be like, dude, you want a breakfast sandwich? Thanks, man. I appreciate it so much. It's just little things like that. Like even like if I go to the drive-thru at Tim Hortons and I'll, I'll, I'll ask them, like if I can afford it, I'll ask the, uh, the cashier. Uh, I'll say, what's the guy behind me? What, what did the guy behind me order? Oh, you just, just ordered a coffee and a bagel. I'm like, okay, let me pay for them. Yep. That's you what know? my wife does every time, dude. Like, so I have to drive, so we're not broke. But if my wife is driving and she's in, and we go through like any sort of drive through coffee, whatever, she every time pays for the car behind her. Yeah, but see, we, we in the Western world, we all have more, way more than what we need. Right? Yeah, we do. So and we act like, like we don't. We act like yeah. we're the poorest son of a bitches in the world. And you exactly. know the difference, man? Like th those places that are impoverished, they treat people differently. They actually treat them better. Like every single person, like when I was a young man, I went on like a missionary trip uh, to South Africa and Swaziland. 
And one of the things that I realized was in their culture, there's always someone poorer than you. Always, right? And so the poorest person that lives in like something similar to like a hut, right, will have a maid. And it's not like she like lives there and you treat her like like the help or something. But like this is like your neighbor and you will pay her a little bit of money to kind of clean your house a little bit. And it and it's just like this way of like we keep everybody employed. We give everybody money. It's like and everybody does like a trade for each other and they all sort of take care of each other. And it's just this really interesting concept like. In America, we don't give a fuck about each other. I mean, that's like myself. I, I am an anarchist, right? And I am a libertarian. So like in that way, I am like a hard individualist. And I think that was the hardest part for me was like, and that was a challenging part for me. This, when I first came back to Christ, when I first came back to, to the church, I had a pastor that like, I was waiting for him to offend me. My mom convinced me to come to church, right? And I was like, okay, I'll come. And I was waiting for him to say something to piss me off, you know, and I was going to tell him all about it. And he didn't. And I was like, OK. And so it was after church. We sat there. We had this long conversation and and I and I was going to just like freak him out. I was going to tell him all my political views. I was going to tell him everything that I thought about the world. And he's a libertarian anarchist, too. And he's like, yeah, I 100 percent agree with you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We'd never have an American flag behind the podium. Like we don't have American flags inside the church. This is no king but Christ. We serve the Lord's kingdom here at this church. You know, I was like, holy crap. You know, like I was, I was thinking, you know, I was waiting for it to be like a national, like Christian nationalism, you know, that kind of crap, you know. Right. No, and like gung ho, let's support our troops. Let's go invade the third world and stuff. And, you know, while simultaneously being a Christian, like, but let's go bomb little kids in other countries, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. So anyways, this guy, he challenged me on this whole concept of just like, actually, the church is supposed to take care of each other. What Jesus was talking about was feeding the widows, was feeding like the orphans, was feeding like the whole entire community. And I'm not saying Jesus was a commie because he wasn't like forcing like wealth distribution but you were supposed to take care of each other it was supposed to be a community and that was a of hard, course. like and yeah. that, that was actually hard for my autistic brain because i was such an individualist you know like i was such a libertarian i was like that sounds like it <laughs> sounds like <laughs> yeah. communism to me right 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 and and just learning about that was it was it was fascinating and and i needed that it was enlightening for me and in my early political you know, you know, the funny thing, too, is that I'm not um, I, I always hated politics. You know what I mean? I always thought all oh, these guys are fucking even when I was a kid, I was like, these guys are just puppets. You know what I mean? Like they're not there's no way that they're they can take on all this work on one individual. One individual can't do all this shit. Right. And then I realize as I grew up, it's like, yeah, because there's puppet masters pulling their strings, right? And who are the puppet masters? What's your opinion on that? The puppet masters, well, I mean, we were sort of talking about that uh, earlier, if whether or not they're archons or some sort of like reptilian sort yeah, of thing. That's, like, that's, that, that, yeah, that's the high, high, high point, right? Where it's like the highest of the high of uh, uh, Satanism or Satanic followers are the ones who are pulling the strings of these politicians yeah. who are 
you know, basically running our planet into the fucking ground, you know? But yeah, but they're taking orders. You know what I mean? So like, like you said, they're puppets. Like I, I was like trying to explain this, like, cause everyone was freaking out about Joe Biden and gun control. And he was like, he was, I think he did just pass something about like, about ghost guns. Right. Uh, and all the stuff. And I was like, ask your grandma if she knows what a 3d printer is. Oh, Ask your grandma if she knows what a ghost gun is. I was like, Joe Biden, I guarantee you, is crazier than your grandma. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like he's not the one writing these fucking bills. He's not. He doesn't know any of these fucking things. Dude, you're he's, just coming onto his desk and he's like, yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. And then he's got a little earpiece. Yep. Whether or not, I mean, dude, honestly... I don't even know if he's alive anymore. I don't know if he's just like an, like dude where you see all of those videos where he's sitting there at like the podium and his hands are like this, both of his hands are visible. Then he like reaches up and scratches his head. And that other hand is still there. Have you seen those where, so he has like three fucking hands and you're like, okay, something fucking fishy here. Right. Yeah. So like, we all know that like lots of world leaders have fucking body doubles, right? Like they yeah. just, well, look How at the, the fuck look we at know the Joe Biden could have died a year ago. Joe Dude, Biden look could at the, be look long at the dead. pictures, the pictures of Joe Biden from like way back when and now. It's like two fucking totally different people. One guy looks like a Texan, the other guy looks like an Alzheimer's patient, right? Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I, well, and that's the other thing too is like we what whatever technology we think is available right now, they're 10 years ahead of us, like always and forever. So what we think about deep fakes where we can just like put like Selena Gomez's head on a porn star or something. We're like, Whoa, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but like, no dude, like they can legit, he could have been dead already. And they just have like a glitchy AI up there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. I have no fucking idea. Or or a body double. Who's a fucking actor. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, I mean, you've seen those videos where like, where some just TikTok douchebag can become Tom Cruise. Right. Right. So like if you have like the, like if you have America's like uh, pocketbooks, you know what I mean? And you have all the programmers in the world, you can make the fucking president. You can just have like kind of an old man stand up there. We can put Joe Biden's face on it and we can. Well, you've seen the White House uh, uh, film studio, right? Yeah. Just a huge green screen, right? Yeah. They, yeah. they can do anything. They can do anything to manipulate us and think that there's this real fucking guy who's actually the president of the United States of America or the prime minister of Canada. That's another podcast in itself, but it's all manipulation. That's all they do. They just fucking manipulate everybody. And that's what the matrix is, dude. And if you can't think for yourself and you can't think that that's a possibility, then you're fucking stuck here, man. You know? 100%, dude. You're stuck. 100%, dude. Yeah, I, I have no idea. So, I mean, I, I honestly do believe there seems to me like there is like a one world religion, like when it comes down to like these elites. They well, all have that's the same, what it is. Like, they have the same symbolism. Yeah. They have the same like. Uh, dude. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you this. People are waiting for the new world order. They're waiting for the Antichrist. But it's already been here for so long. Mm -hmm. And the people that are rising up and waking up, 
we are going to ascend this dimension and we're going to defeat that shit. I mean, it was like Sauron just like gathering his strength. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's here and he's getting fucking stronger. Mm-hmm. 100%, dude. That all-seeing eye. You ever notice how the capstone of the pyramid is always separated from the top? Mm-hmm. That's because you'll never know the name of who is actually watching. Mm. You'll never know. You could go to like the Bla- the the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the uh, <coughs> Blackstone or Blackrock, Vanguard, all this shit. And it's always like, there's a lot of other podcast podcasters that say if you don't if you know the name. And shout out to Ryan Dean here. He says, if you know the name of somebody who's like high above, they're not the one. Yeah. Because you will never know the fucking name of who is controlling everything. Well, see, again, they play this game too where they try to distract you on these like crazy meta levels, right? So like for the dummies – it's about like sports and it's like, oh, okay. And then, or I mean, well, the, even the dummiers than that, it's like, what's on TV. Okay. Now movies, now sports, now celebrities, now all this, all this full bullshit. And even so like, unfortunately they're getting some of the woke, some of the fucking people that are awake supposedly with like these fights between Bill Gates and Elon Musk. You know what I mean? Right, so they, right. they give us our entertainment, our fodder. They're like, pay attention to this. Did you just see that? You know, and to me, like Klaus Schwab is also part of that distraction. Oh, you know he's, I mean? uh, oh like, yeah, for sure, dude. He's just that's that's Amber Heard shit in the bed. It's all it's all antichrist. <laughs> yeah. It always so, is antichrist. Yeah. Always, man. It's, it's always anti-human, which is anti-Christ. It's always fighting life. They always fight life, dude. It's absolutely crazy. Everything is about killing life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the depopulation agenda, man. We can talk about how like deep that fucking shit goes. Where we can talk about how like yeah, like LGBTQ nineteen fucking fifties, dude. LGBTQ, like, dude. It's like okay. Well, that's definitely go, go a huge fucker, of it. Go but scissor. See, that's your, the newer go, part. Yeah, go scissor yourself. Go scissor with a, another chick. Uh, fuck another guy in the ass, and uh, don't make babies. Yeah, because that's depopulation. Yeah, well, and, and they, they've even attacked the gay community too. They're like, "Yeah, go ahead, nut in each other's asses." Okay, there's AIDS and you're killing each other. Okay, well, we have this thing called prep. You know, that's like basically gay dudes' birth control, so they can just take that shit and then they don't give each other this man-made HIV. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, they can just go ham and just nut in each other's ass and just use up all their luge, <laughs> all their fucking energy, all their life force, and they're just coming in each other's asses and wasting it. You know what I mean? That's life seed. Your fucking cum is magic. Yeah. That's yeah. life making material. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Uh, it's it's a fascinating thing, dude. But like what I was going to say before that was like in the 1950s, they like started introducing plastics and they started introducing like these different things in our bodies. Like like so plastics have those uh, that RHBT or whatever the fuck it is in there, right? Or the BPA or whatever it is. And it legitimately has like uh, like phytoestrogens inside of it that like raise your estrogen levels, right? And so like from the 1950s, uh, Western males, because we're the ones that are using plastic primarily, 
our testosterone levels have been shrinking 1% every fucking year. So we have like 60% less testosterone than our grandfathers that fought in World War II had. Yep. So that our testicles are shrinking, our penises are shrinking, our, like our we're not our we're not shooting we're not, we're not shooting uh, big loads. Yeah, our loads are shrinking, and our sperm are like slower, weaker, not as like fertile. Like it's it's fucked. So they're attacking us in that way. And then at the same time, they started introducing things like here's condoms, use them. Hey, here's birth control, use it. And then oh, by the way, this birth control has these like hormones in it that is that when you take it, you're going to piss it out. It's going to go into the water. We don't have any way of cleaning that up. So now that there's just estrogen in the fucking water system. And now you're drinking it in your fucking glass of water. Like, and so that's raising estrogen levels too. Also, we're going to put soy in absolutely everything that's going to raise your estrogen levels too. You know, so it's just a systematic attack on life in that way. And then through different drugs, we've seen like uh, fucking Bill Gates, like through Gavi trying to like, you know, help poor people in India you know, like these poor fucking girls. Here's a fucking shot. You know, another one that was fucked is he was giving, he made like genetically modified corn that he was giving it to Mexico. It was making all the men infertile. It was making all the men sterile. You know, like it's just, it's always an attack on life. And now what, but exactly what you brought up is this latest like LGBTQRS, ABC, XYZ bullshit that they're trying to like, they're trying to confuse and like sexualize our kids and convince them to cut off their tits and, and like fucking sterilize their dongs and do the, like, yeah. I don't know if you saw the post. Stuff. I don't know if you saw the post I put up uh, yesterday. It was like the aliens from scary movie four were like freaking out. It's like, we're too late. They're already chopping off their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking wild, dude. I mean, and it's, it's just, it's just another attack on life. And they try to fucking convince you that they, they like co-opt movements and they make them think like another big part of that too, was like the destruction of the new, uh, the uh, nuclear family was like convincing women, like this is empowerment. This is feminism. You need to go into the workplace and be a wage slave. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we want women yeah. to pay taxes too. Don't yeah. When they, your when they, kids. we'll take your kids. We'll raise them. We'll put yeah. them in government schools and we'll teach them to suck dicks and anal sex. And you when know, they come home to their husband, they don't want to. They don't want to do anything for their husband. No, nope. because they think it's like, tired. yeah, oh yeah, and then, yeah, they can't please their husband. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, it's just it's so fucked, dude. It, it's it's all it's so perfectly like choreographed cool. and planned. Yeah, it is. It is so fucked, and that's, that's what where Satan I, like, does. Satan is very that's, that's fucking what it smart, is, man. dude. Because it, it can't be human design. It's too much, dude. It has to be that Luciferian. It has to be that fucking Satan. It has to be that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Freemasons? Um, to be honest, man, I think that the majority of Freemasons are just <clears throat> normal fucking dudes. Yeah, I agree. I that, and I think that they're involved in something that they don't understand. See, that's what I think, too, because I have – remember the band that I mentioned to you about, my, like the band? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so they're my friends, and they're they're all Freemasons. Yeah, yeah. They're all Freemasons, and it's like – and my buddy was like he's, – he's like, dude, the way that you think, I can have you uh, initiated into the lodge in a month. 
easily. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to accept that. Cause I don't want to be a part of a club. Like I want to be a sovereign human being. I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of any club. Or I mean, that's the whole thing is fuck your team too. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we want you to be in the libertarian party. No, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. You want you to be a Democrat or Republican. You can eat my ass. You know, like I, I, whatever team your team is, I don't want to be on it. I want to be a sovereign human being. Yeah. I'm a lone wolf with uh, the creator's uh, uh, fractals within me. You know what I mean? Like I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. So I don't choose to uh, join any congregation or church or any secret society. I just want to be me. How my creator uh, created me, you know? I, I've seen enough, uh, or I've heard and seen enough evidence uh, from different documents and different, like, different stuff that, like, have basically convinced me that, like, whatever god they're worshiping inside of the inside of the lodge is dark. There's some Luciferian shit going on in there. It, it could and be. I mean, it's it's I, highly I, possible. Like I've I've done enough. I'm convinced, like, man. Yeah, I Personally. mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it, it it could be, it could be the way. You know, like every every religion and every secret society, I think, has the path to God, whether you choose to do good or not. You know what I mean? Yes and no. I mean, I do. I believe that if they are human, they have a piece of God in them as well. But yeah, absolutely. Where these, where these like uppity ups go, I think that that touches some of that, like that lizard kind of shit, man. I think that they're like, they steal the real and they sell you back the fake. Right. You know? So like yeah. they occult this knowledge and then they give you little fractals, little pieces, and then you feel like you're, you're, you're in on something and you know something and it's, it's fucking fake, man. Because you're a part of this club that has the uh, quote unquote seekers of the universe within it. Right. I mean, <clears throat> I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd oh, love definitely. To- yeah. I'd love to go down to the Vatican library and just like, you just have to step over lots of like dead babies and stuff and get to the good books. Fuck. That's crazy. It's crazy to think about, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather do what I'm doing right now with you, you know, and like-minded people and just share knowledge and wisdom and have it organically come to us through the creator without being in some kind of cult led by some dude who's like, well, here, this is what the secrets of the universe are. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not happening, man. Well, in the same way that I don't want to be in a public school and have (laughs) them tell me this is what the truth is. You know what I mean? It's like, I also don't want to be in this secret lodge where they are telling me this is what the truth is. And by the way, you got to uh, slit a goat's throat in a pentagram and jerk off in it. Yeah. Or something like that, you know? You like, I'm, not, I'm not a whole circle full of dicks. I, I don't believe in, I don't believe in uh, uh, ritualistic behaviors. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, I fuck mean, that. it's bizarre, dude. It's fucking weird. And I, I, I don't know if there's, like, power to it or not. I mean, maybe there I is. I think there is, for sure. Rituals, for sure. But, like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's fucking fascinating. 
I don't, I, yeah, I mean, and I, I don't know where that power comes from because, you know, I had an interesting conversation with Satan. You know, uh, <laughs> Satan, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I have a few times. Uh, but uh, I had an interesting conversation. Do you know who uh, the occult rejects are? New York Patriot and Lux? Dude, uh, NY Patriot is my boy. Yeah. Yeah, we had a really interesting conversation uh, because he was telling me about uh, I can't ever remember which one was in one was in the OTO and one was in the what was the other one <laughs> and, and my Patriot was in the OTO and yeah. uh, Lux was in Golden Dawn I believe yeah yeah okay uh, I mean but it was fascinating like talking about the different rituals and like the different like and what you're trying to achieve and so you do it in this very specific way and you do it like uh, like you even like will change the direction like i'm gonna face like i'm gonna i'm building an altar and i'm like using these things and i'm doing it in this way and and to me it's fascinating and, and like i was almost thinking i was like can you do the same thing without all of this like can you focus on like because like i, I was asking i was like where is this power coming from like you're like you know and he was like i was like is it from an interdimensional being and then like at one point he was like he goes like yeah when they when they were talking about like whatever book this was written this was like this came from like some from like divinely inspired from some spirit or something like like i'm just always curious like like so you do these rituals and then like you have certain outcomes that happen like through like what is magic i guess it's like you know what i'm curious about like how the fuck does that work you right know? and and i honestly like when he's talking about like uh like the divine inside of you or like the power coming from inside of you i think that to me is also the holy spirit like you're touching the holy spirit like like we're just talking about it in a different way and maybe they have more like frankincense and myrrh or something. I don't know what they do. <laughs> I don't understand. Who knows, dude? But like, uh, it's fascinating. It's crazy. Yeah. Everything's fascinating to me when you, when you dig into the, the truth community, you know? It's like, it's so fascinating. Sometimes you gotta fucking turn your brain off a bit, though. You know what I mean? It's like, keep your sanity in check. It's like, I gotta listen to Kiss. I'm gonna listen to some metal. You know? I'm, you I'm know, a weirdo. I gotta watch a fucking horror movie. Yeah. You know? This is how I decompress, actually. I like, I want to know more about this. And then I'll just like, my wife thinks I'm nuts. Like I'll spend, (laughs) I'll spend like two hours. I'm like, I want to know about like Fabian socialism. And then I'll just like go down a rabbit hole, you know, or something. And that is how I relax. Is her, is her brain not like so open or what? My wife is awesome, dude. No, she's great. I mean, she's just more realistic. Like, She's watching a baby right now, or she's yeah, trying yeah. to figure. You know what I mean? Oh well, yeah, you have to do yeah. that. Yeah, and for sure. My fucking brain is in the stars. I'm like, <laughs> right, yeah. looking so, down, no, looking down at your own avatar, yeah. right? Yeah, my wife, my wife loves me. We get along great. Like we're on the fucking level. Like I lucked out, man. I found the best woman in the world. I like, I met her at church. Uh, at that church that I was telling you about with that one, uh, one specific libertarian anarchist pastor, like, uh, and uh, he kind of hooked us up. Cause there was like, I guess there was a couple other girls that were kind of liking me. And he was like, Hey, what do you think about these girls? Like he was trying to play matchmaker matchmaker. And right. I was like, no, I like this one. And so he was like, okay, go for it. You know what I mean? He like gave us the blessing or whatever. I asked her out and uh, we were dating for a while. And I remember we had to have the talk. You know, you know, and it did having the like politics and like truth or kind of talk. 
that's I mean, honestly, like what would your parents rather have you come out as? Like gay or a fucking truther? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, right, right. It's it's a fucking hard thing nowadays. And I remember I was like, okay, today's the day she's gonna break up with me. You know? <laughs> and so I just laid it all on her and, and then she was like, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, see? And it we it just <laughs> fucking worked out and I was like, All right, I better give this one a ring. That's cool, man. And great, fuck, man. How many years have you guys uh, been been together? It's going to be three years in July. It's going to cool. be our third wedding anniversary. I'm, uh, you know what, you know what, dude? Like, I'm, I'm, I, I was talking about it before earlier tonight, where, you know, I've been single for like three years, and it's like, I can't, uh, I can't get with somebody unless they're on the same kind of consciousness level. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's like, I've had, you know, there's always those opportunities, but then it's like, you look at them and you're like, and you kind of assess the situation. And you're like, nope, this ain't happening, you know? And that's, that's where I've been for the past fucking three years, yeah. man. You know? And it's like, I, I sometimes, say- I sometimes question whether I'm supposed to be single or not, because this is another thing I've been with many a woman in my, in my lifetime and I've had many uh, loads shot out mm-hmm. and, and inside and there's been no babies. And it's like, maybe I'm supposed to be single, you know? I, but here's the thing too. It's like, I think that there is uh, something really good about being single for a while. And you might yeah. be during that time right now. Cause like, I tell you what, man, when I was a fucking teenager, I was literally putting my dick in anything that would let me, I was <laughs> such a fucking dirt bag. Like, uh, this is something I don't really talk about on the podcast too often, but like when I was, I was probably 16, 17, I got three girls pregnant while I was in high school, three different oh, ones. Pregnant. Yeah. Uh, one girl had an abortion, uh, one girl had a miscarriage and one girl had my first son. Uh, and so uh, I, I was a scum ass piece of shit where I would just like say anything that I could to a girl to get her to just sleep to, with me. Just so you can yeah. fucking stick, get just, your dicky sticky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> I'd be like in a relationship. I was like in a relationship with my son's mom and I was like working in kitchens at, at that time. I've been in the food service industry for like, since I was like 15 and uh, I was like fucking the bartender and a waitress and the hostess. And you know what I mean? And they didn't know. And then they'd find out and then they would get in a fight, you know? And like, I was just a fucking dick. And then for a while I just realized that all I was doing was I was hurting myself, but I was also hurting other people around me. And I was like, I was chasing skirt instead of like focusing on my son. Like I had a fucking baby because my son's mom, she fucking bailed. Like I've had him full physical and legal custody since he was a year and a half. He's been mine. Uh, and she just decided to keep doing drugs. Cause like we were young and stupid and we were doing all the drugs we could. And then we had the baby. She breastfed him until he was a year. She was great. She was clean. And then she was like, I still, I want to do drugs again. And then she just went off Fuck. and never came back. Like legitimately <clears throat> never came back. And so I, I, so then I'm like a young man. I'm like maybe 18 at this point. I had three fucking jobs. I had two full-time jobs and a weekend job. And then a one and a half year old. And I was like, fuck. And so I turned off fucking 
I turned off like, well, I mean, I still work, yeah, yeah. Time, but it's at some point I was like, I took almost like an eight year break from like actual relationships. Like, you know, like kind of like a self castration, but not chopping your dick it off. It was exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it really was. It was like right now I was like, okay, you shit in the bed. Now you're going to have to sleep in it. It was like, I need to work full time. I need to take care of my family. I need to be able to pay rent. I need to be able to drive. I have to buy a car now. I have to figure out all this fucking shit. I've got a baby. I've got this little boy that I have to fucking raise. And so I just quit hanging out with like broads. It was like, yeah. I'm done with, with yeah. broads. And then when I was finally ready, man, I like, I went back to church I was embracing the Christ within me. I was like, I was cleaning up. I had like stopped drinking for a while. I was like, I like definitely had quit porn. I was like done with that shit. I like, and I have like put that shit away since then. It was like, fuck that. Like all these destructive behaviors. And I was trying to focus on like who I was and being real to myself. And that's when I met my wife. When I wasn't looking for, you know, when I was like trying to be, the best person that I could be. Right. You know, and that's when you, it's, it's when you manifest that, when you manifest that energy and when you are that person, that's when you, because who you are, who the, the people that you meet in life are a reflection of you. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so it's like, when you're there, then you find that reflection of you. And then it's, it's, it's God's timing. It was a hundred percent God's timing, dude. Like I, there's so many different, like, coincidences I could give you that was just it was absolutely perfect this was the time and I got married to the right woman and you know it now we have a house we have a baby everything is it's where it's supposed to be awesome I yeah. love it so it's God's timing brother so if you maybe got to take another year and just focus on you and yeah, your yeah. project and just making you know just doing your thing and then dude you're gonna find it awesome red pill chick dude yeah dude there's this guy there's this guy at work and i love him to death you know and he's he's a drummer like and i, I think i inspired him to like do more you know and he found this chick on like uh like one of those dating apps like tinder or something like that right he's like dude she's totally red pilled i'm like dude fucking go for it going for the kill you know and he's like and she's really good looking and uh he's like Dude, because he, he's red-pilled, I'm red-pilled, and we just bump fists all the time. I'm like, fucking do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And man. it's like, that's what we got to do. We got to – we really have to, like, know who the fuck we are and try to be the best that we can be. And I mean, can you imagine meeting a person when you don't know who you are yet? Because then when you fucking figure out who you are, you're fucked because you marry yeah. this person. They don't even know you. And you're stuck. Yeah, and then you're stuck. This person doesn't even know you because you didn't know them. You know, you're introducing yourself to them for the first time, and they're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like right. crazy. Yeah. So like I mean, my my last relationship was just like horrendous, dude. It was like a five year thing, <clears throat> and it was like I didn't know she had like uh, bipolar. I didn't know she was a narcissist. You know. And the next thing you know, I'm I'm being like uh, mentally and emotionally and verbally abused. Yeah, you know. And it's like yeah. I'm trying to do as much as that I can from my the, from the bottom of my heart in that relationship, and all I get in return is like 
fucking negativity. Like, you're a fucking asshole. Oh, really? So I came home from after an eight-hour workday, and you and your son, who's autistic, uh, you're sitting there watching TV when there's like a fucking sink full of dishes, and I'm expected to do it. Right? Yeah. And then all I get is you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <clears throat> it's crazy, man. It's a crazy fucking life. And well, and dude, we just need to listen because God's telling you right there, the God inside of you is telling you, red flag, this right. isn't the one. This is not who, you know, this is not but, the one that I created for you. you but it, in all fairness, she was thinking the same thing about me. 100%. Right? Yeah. 100%, yeah. And that's okay. Like, we still, we haven't spoken in like a long, like quite a while, but we, after I split up with her, because it got physical, like she punched me in the face and shit. And um, I'm like, okay, so that that's what I packed up my shit, put it in the storage, and then came back to my dad's house. That's where I am now, still, right? Because this world is so like financially difficult. But I, I choose to remain single and celibate. Yeah, I jerk off every now and then, but it's like I I choose to like try to bal at, like maintain the balancing act. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. like it's all about balancing everything in your life. You have to balance. It's we're all fucking jugglers. You know what I mean? So now my game is okay. I'm gonna develop myself. I'm gonna do my podcast. I'm gonna get it out there. I'm gonna speak truth without fear. And whoever comes my way, comes my way. And if not, so be it, you know? Yeah. And that's the whole thing is like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it and I wouldn't focus on it. I would focus on being the best you and doing everything for you. And then you just, you, you were doing yourself a favor, but you were also doing her a favor when you guys broke up, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so when you work, you know what I used to do actually? And this is something you can do. I literally, every single day before I, before I got married, I would start praying for my future wife. Uh -huh. I started like talking about her. I started talking to her about God, you know, talking. Yeah. I started talking to her to God rather. I do that. And, and I'd be like, like, Lord help me, you know, like form me into the man that she needs in her life form her into the woman that I need for my life. Help us Absolutely. get to that place, you know, and it just, that's how it works, man. It's a beautiful thing. And that, this is all separate from uh, the religiosity as well. Yeah, absolutely. You're just reaching out and talking to the creator. Yep. Yeah. Which is, which is you, you are the creator and he, there's none above him. He is the ultimate creator, but we are a fractal, right? We are a piece of that creator. I mean, like, I look at my son in there. Dude, I got my little boy out. right there, my beautiful little boy. Dude, that's 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 you. Yeah. That's yeah, God. You that's do. you. I see that little yeah. piece of him in me. He has my identical little hands and his little, you know, you see those little pieces of yourself in there. And yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's Kids like are amazing. I can hear him now too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's like I I've never had any kids, but like I, I always thought like maybe I'm sterile, maybe I'm not meant to have kids. I don't know, you know. I never went that route, right? So, um, but at the same time, it's like 
if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm just I'm spouting gibberish at this moment now. So it's all good, man. We're <laughs> at an hour and a half. It's fucking late where you are, right? Where where are you? You're I'm somewhere. In, I'm near Toronto, Canada. Where the fuck is Toronto? To me, it's all Canada. Like I don't. <laughs> it's all north. Are you in the? Or like what uh, time zone are you in? Uh, Eastern. Eastern, yeah. So it's late as fuck over here. It's almost eleven over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, brother, this was a lot of fun. I appreciate you. We should do it again. And uh, I'll, we'll have to have my my co-host when he can. And yeah, yeah, he's, dude. Fuck. I'm always willing to like get down with the with the program. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, man. Uh, you want to give my audience your plugs again? Tell them where to find you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, at Red Pill Cartel Podcast on Instagram. And then from there in my bio, you, it links uh, where you can find me for my podcast, like on most platforms, most major platforms. And it's audio only, you know, and if you want to get down with the crazy, uh, hit me up and let me know if you want to come on. Hell yeah, man. That was a blast, dude. Uh, I, I guess I'll talk to your audience too. My name is Nate. Uh, again, this is the Realities Ours pod. And uh, yeah, just come on, uh, hit me up. Like, I love uh, I love talking to my audience. It's been a lot of fun. So I give my email out there and I get crazies and I get awesome people. And uh, Realities Ours, uh, Realities Ours at gmail.com. So uh, I, yeah, come check us out, man. We, ha- we have a lot of fun. Yeah, they, dude. So, like, the crazier you are, the better. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, I'm down with the crazy, dude. <laughs> I love it, man. Davey, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. God bless you so much. God bless, man.